Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another Dance Principles United podcast. We are so excited to be in your ears. I hope you've had an amazing week. Hello, Rebecca. How are you, my love? I am super awesome. I've had so many great weeks and, uh, yeah, really excited about today's um, episode, to be honest, and hopefully it inspires everyone to step out a little bit. Yeah, so, so good. So today we're chatting about being involved in your local community. And I know it's something you're so, so big on, Beck, and I know you've even had a meeting today. So I would love to hear some of the ways uh, you're involved in your local community, and then we can kind of get into the how you actually did it, right? So tell me um, about Pause. How is uh, the studio involved in the local community? Look, we do a lot of local events. Uh, We do a lot of local fundraising. So um, we are involved with our community kitchen, uh, which is our homeless kitchen in Penrith. I'm highly involved with that and making sure that, you know, we're fundraising for that and doing all the things. We're very involved with our local um, CBD Corp. We do all of the events with them, uh, like the Christmas carols, um, the Twilight event. There's a Penrith festival that we're involved with. We're also involved with the council and do lots of events with them. And what I love about doing all of these events is I'm constantly putting pause out in the local area as being the go-to studio. And I think that's what's really important about it. So, so good. So how many events do you think you kind of do a year um, with like pause, obviously with different involvements? Like how many are you kind of feeling like you do each year? Look, big events, we probably do four, but Mm -hmm. we then get... Because of what we give to people, and I think this is the key, I think people just think that you always have to take, take, take and not give. Because we do those four big events and give a lot, we then get professional opportunities for our seniors to be at a lot. And that's when it gets cool because our seniors probably do about 15, 20 little events that they get paid for not a lot but you know they might get a little bit of money which is great to them as a team and they get to maybe be a princess at a little event or maybe they get to be something Christmassy at a little event uh so we found that local businesses then invest in us and we can provide that entertainment for them as well that's so so great so I think that's like absolute key and I think we'll kind of get into that but like four big events that you kind of do are you involved in just the performance side of it or are you involved in the whole event or how does that actually work right so it started out with us just being involved in the performance side of it probably about Mm. 10 years ago to be honest um and i decided to go to the penrith cdbd corp when we did the very first penrith festival we just took our kids there they did their dances and they left Um, and I saw what a huge event it was. And so I went to Gay at the CBD Corp and I said to her, I'd love to help you. I have lots of costumes. We could do different shows for you. How can I help support you? And and that was really the start of the journey. And I think that's Mm. the number one thing, whether it be your, whether you have a CBD Corp like we do, um, or whether you have a council or whatever it might be, 
If you go to them and say, I'm going to provide you with entertainment and I would love to support you in your events, they're going to give you lots of big opportunities. Now I'm involved in the planning process of everything um, and I love doing it. So, for example, we just had our meeting today for our Christmas event that happens um, at the end of November. Now, just to give you an example, we get 30,000 people come to this event. So wow. this is not some small little event, it's a huge event. And I do all the things. I do the stage managing. I do all of the entertainment. We provide characters, which the CBD Corp pays me to buy costumes for those characters. Um, we have critical paths that are out of control, Amanda, let me tell you. We have a big stall at the event. We usually have a circus rig set up and do circus at the event. It is huge for us getting clients in. So it's well worth us doing it, but I'm super, super involved with it. Oh, I love that so much. So for like the Christmas one, for example, are there other studios? Are there other acro places? Are there other like community drama companies? What's going on? Other people are performing as well? Stories. Um, and I'm in charge of booking them. I get on really well with all of our local studios. So I'll send them all an email and say, hey, guys, uh, we've got the Christmas event coming up. Can't wait for you all to be a part of it. They each do like a 10-minute slot. I actually suggest to all of them that they have a stall there as well because I think you get so much more out of it having a stall. Um, and I don't feel like we need to be competitive with each other. I think there's enough kids to go around. Um, but I always do the big pantomime at the end, which reveals Santa. Um, and, you know, I feel like I deserve that considering I'm doing all the work up to Absolutely. it as well. Yeah. Um, but we do the big pantomime. So this year we're doing Barbie themes. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> you know, the Barbie movies just come out. Um, and so I came up with the idea to do the big Barbie theme this year and Barbie and Ken are going to be on rollerblades and bring Santa out. And then they light the massive tree um, in the in Penrith. Um, there's this massive tree that they light up every year as a part of it. And it's actually called the tree lighting. So it's a super cool event. Um, but yeah, we definitely get that opportunity, which is amazing. So, so good. So obviously this is a great event for your kids to be involved in and they all probably love performing, love the performance opportunities. Is it something that you just give to your comp kids or is it all of your kids? How does that actually work? We have different shows for different kids throughout mm -hmm. the night. Um, so I actually do a preschool show that goes for 10 minutes. Oh, cute. Yeah, um, and oh my gosh, it is super cute, Amanda. Like we try and get these little reindeer, ride-on reindeer kind of things um, and each preschool class comes up and does their little moment, but the parents love it. Um, we have our singers do a section because they don't get many opportunities and carols are super easy. Um, and then we have our troop kids do the pantomime. So, yeah, we definitely involve as many kids as we can. Also, if we have the rig set up, um, we will have our circus kids having that opportunity to perform on that. So, so great. I love that so much. So, obviously, the kids love it. Um, but you feel as a business that you also get a lot out of it as well. Is that right? Do you find that you get a lot of new inquiries? Like, is it on the day or is it just like, you know, you feel like you're getting your name out there in the community? What do you feel like is the biggest benefit for Pause the Studio? Both things, definitely. We have a stall always where we're giving out free class passes and we're right next to the stage. Um, and we have balloons at the stall and light up wands and all the things. So it's definitely getting that out there. And we do get a lot of trials coming in who saw us at Christmas festival and then want to be a part of the school. Um, Amazing. But I think 
that brand awareness is just as important. And I think one of the big mistakes that people make going to fates or fairs or events like this is they just put their kids on stage for 10 minutes and go. And like they don't realize the huge opportunity of having a stall there, of having an offer, of giving out balloons, of giving out flyers. You know, we even, because we provide all the entertainment, our princesses are allowed to walk around with flyers as well. Um, And so it's maybe people who are down the other end of the street listening to the carolers down there that maybe won't walk up to the main stage, we can give them flyers as well. So it's just creating those big opportunities to get your brand out there that I think is super important. So, so good. So making it more about, number one, a sales opportunity for you rather than just the performance opportunity, but also just being involved in the community, meeting people, going out there, saying hi to the other comp- the other local businesses that are around you, networking, uh, bringing that community together. I think that's so, so important and something that um, some people don't always see the value in, right? Yes, because let me tell you, I think tree lighting is worse than a concert as far as the logistics go because we have so many performers who are actually roaming and doing all of that stuff. Mm. We have people on the store, we have concerts, we have, it is so much logistics, but it is well, well worth it in the local community. And um, just to tell you like how much I believe in giving back. So we, the CBD Corp who I've worked with for 10 years now, it's their 10 year anniversary, right? And so they are doing this night um, at Panthers, but Gay today was like, I don't know how we're going to pay and afford it. And so I was like, cool, I'll give you $1,500 and sponsor it. Now, I'm not going to get anything back for that, but I feel like by giving to her, she's then going to give back to me in other ways. And I I think, and I'm not saying for everyone to give $1,500, but I'm just saying, you know, even when I talk to studio owners about going and working at the local primary school, um, you know, I still, I was at the primary school today at lunchtime teaching dance, me. Like I was there teaching dance at the local primary school. It's like if you, and for free, I don't charge them for it. You know, I do their local dance group, but that's a great way to get kids into my school. And I think Absolutely. if you back like that and offer people something, rather than me just going to the local primary school and going, can you hand out flyers or can I advertise in your newsletter? I'm like, can I teach your dance group for free? Yeah. It's, it's a no-brainer, but people don't realise that benefit until they actually try it. Absolutely. I love that so much. And I guess that probably takes us into, like, I think I know your answer. It's about giving, giving, giving. But, you know, how do you first approach, you know, if you have a CBD Corp, if you have a Chamber of Commerce, if you have a tourism board, whatever you have, whether it's the local council, uh, whether it's the shopping centre, whatever it is that you want to get involved in, what are your top tips um, for, you know, approaching them and kind of starting to build that relationship? Look, those people have very limited budgets. That's the first thing I want to say to you guys. And, you know, realizing that on the get-go and realizing the power that this can have, if we have as dance studios costumes, kids who can do cute little photo shoots, we've done that many photo shoots for the Western Weekender promoting, for example, active and creative kids vouchers. Um, Stuart Ayres at the time came to my school because they know I'm going to dress the kids in cute costumes and he did this big spiel on active and creative kids and it was the front page of the newspaper when that first came out. So realising that when you give back to them, so when you approach them and say, look, I've got kids, I've got costumes, I've got seniors who can walk around in 
whatever you need. I'd love to support your events in any way that I possibly can. What have you guys got coming up and how can I support you? That's just the best way to start that relationship. So, so important. And I think it's, um, you know, giving, 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 giving without the expectation of return. Sometimes that's something that I really have been focusing on in not just in community stuff, but in, in life in general. I think that you need to give to people without the expectation of return. And usually that means it does get returned to you. And that's usually how it works. But it's not always just going, well, I'm giving them this. What are you giving me back? not always having that like a transactional kind of relationship, but just giving because you're a good person and it's the right thing to do, right? And usually that'll come back to you in spades. Totally, totally. And look, there's times that even today we're talking about doing this um, breast cancer thing and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of extra work that I know I'm going to have and my team's going to have. But I also feel like, you know, it will be worth it exactly what you're saying. And we do have to do those things and put ourselves out a little bit sometimes to reap those rewards. And as I said, for me now, you know, that's who they call on to come and do all of these events. And then I can say to them, cool, I want this, this and this opportunity in the event. And they're going to give it to me every time because I'm putting the time and effort behind it to work hard to make sure their event's amazing. I love that so much. Um, I think that's so, so powerful. And you touched on before that um, some of your students started getting paid work from it, which I think is something that really interests a lot of studio owners. Obviously, you know, step one is giving to them first, not just going and going, hey, would you like to pay me for work? Um, and, you know, sometimes that's going to take, it's going to take years. It's not like, you know, as you said, those, those um, corporations, all of that stuff, it takes a long time before that comes back to you because they are on limited budgets. Quite often they're a committee, which makes it really difficult for things to go through. There's all of that. But, um, you know, it's obviously taken you a long time, but what a great opportunity for your seniors that they kind of get paid work, right? So amazing. And it's it's little things. Like it might be a Christmas party and they want a Christmas fairy and, you know, Rudolph to turn up to the Christmas party to get some photos with. Um, and the way that I approach that is always like, so they'll say, oh, this business wants a Christmas fairy and Rudolph to turn up to. And I'll say, cool, what's the budget? That's the first question I always ask. What's the budget for that? And they'll be like, oh, we've only got $300. And I'm like, cool, then they can come for two hours and, you know, like can I sort of work it out in that sense and they can do the photos and meet and greet for two hours. It'll be 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off so that they get a break because you can't put someone in a suit for that long. Um, obviously, they'll suffocate. <laughs> um, and, you know, just negotiate it with them that way. But um, I think the seniors really love doing it. I never take a cut from that, Amanda. I don't important um you know unless it's going to really wreck the costumes and I'm going to have to get them dry cleaned or whatever I feel like that's just giving seniors a great opportunity and then you're retaining your seniors and I think that's absolutely absolutely especially when it's not like if you're running a huge big agency 100% which has got a lot of moving parts but when you're just talking about a small bits and pieces here and there to help out a couple of your seniors yeah why would you ever take a cut of it like they're your students who are already paying you a lot of money and it's you just giving them another opportunity, right? Totally. And most of the time they're also my assistant teachers and, you know, like you want to give them those exciting opportunities so they stay in your school. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that all so much. There's so much great advice in there. So what would you kind of like leave someone with who's like, oh, I would have always loved to have done carols or been at, you know, when Santa arrives at the um, shopping centre or be involved in the local school musical. What would be your first biggest tip or that you'd like to leave people with? Be brave and actually reach out to people and offer them your support. That's the biggest thing. If you're already doing the carols and you already do the 10-minute time slot or whatever, go and meet whoever runs it and have a chat to them and say, look, I'd love to be more involved next year. I'd love to support you better with this. What sort of things do you need? Like that's that's really what I did with Gay and I think, you know, that was the beginning of a really beautiful relationship with her was that I just said to her after the event, hey, how else can I help? Can I have a meeting with you? Um, but reach out to the council, see what events are coming up and you can be a part of. Reach out to the local primary school and ask if they've got someone who teaches dance group. And if they do have a teacher teaching dance group, say, can I come in and help them? I'm the local dance teacher. I'd love to help them. Just be brave. The thing is, guys, you might get turned down five, ten times, but there'll be that one time that you don't get turned down and that's when that opportunity is going to happen. Yeah, I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for sharing so many great insights in that. I felt like I learned a lot as well. Um, it was incredible. Hopefully you guys got heaps out of that um, and would love to hear if you reach out. You know, it's perfect time to be thinking about carols in your local area. So make sure you're reaching out now. Don't leave it any later because any later and it won't be happening. Totally agree. It's definitely going to be happening. So make sure you find out where and when and who's organising it and go for it. Amazing. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us on the podcast. We'll um, see you again next week. Thanks, Beck. Bye.